Welcome to Wide Unclasped. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. Today we're going to be talking about the 1963 documentary about the Winchester House that is one of the best pieces of produced material about the house ever. And one of the reasons I say that isn't just because it's beautiful, it's very, very well done, but it's because it had something that so many others didn't. It is an exploration, not necessarily of the meaning of the house, but of the, I want to say the settlement itself, but it's more than that. It is the cinematography and how it is in many ways naturalistic, the opening of it before you get a really good look at the house, is of what the area used to be like. So there's trees, there's this beautiful cloudscape. And then you come to the house itself. And that's where it gets interesting. Because it's moving through the park area on a beautiful mobile camera shot. It's just beautifully done. Obviously some sort of dolly because it's so smooth, or maybe a really steady hand camera, handheld camera. But this is how, in black and white, the house would have looked in 1963. And it's called Mrs. Winchester's House, and it's subtitled A Legend Told by Miss Lillian Gish. And this is a fascinating and important part of the whole process. Lillian Gish was a major figure, arguably the biggest film star of the sort of 1915 to probably 1923 period. She was in some of the most important films of the, of the time. Birth of a Nation, Intolerance. She was a favorite of D.W. Griffith, one of the greatest directors of all time. A massive, massive star Broken Blossoms, Orphans of the Storm, and a film that I saw at Cinequest a few years ago called The Wind, in which she was just great. And the the way they did the sound with this, Mark Goldstein and Dennis James were just fantastic working together. But she was the star. She was a major draw. And she worked up until, I think, 1988. And she was in all sorts of things. But mostly after about 1928, she sort of slowed down, and she was in things here and there. She did a Broadway show called Anya, or Anya, I never know these things, that was apparently pretty good, but didn't last. (laughs) But what's interesting is the shooting of this and the story that's being told by Lillian Gish that she's narrating is fantastic. And it's called a legend. And I think that's key. Because when you apply... Because this is a documentary, remember. But it is noted as a legend told by Miss Lillian Gish. This is important. Because what it is documenting... Is the legend. Is the story. Not necessarily the truth. Again, there is value in myth. And this is recording the myth. And I'm just going to say it right here. This is 
utterly beautiful if you like 1960 cinematography concepts. And it's interesting that you get not only views of the house, but you get views from the house. And there are some things that are just very 1960s, or actually really 1930s and 40s. Things like a close-up of the bell ringing. The old sign, the dead shall be raised. That's shot at sort of this jaunty angle. But what's interesting is that the whole idea of the house is more expansive in this documentary than anything else I've seen. And it's, you could watch this sound, you could listen to the sound of this, and you would get a story, and it would be fascinating. But then you would see just the images, and that provides a whole nother sensation. Because they were in a place where documentary was at the time, where the understanding of how the back and forth goes on film, the sound and the picture are tied together in concept, and in concept only. Where they overlap is where you get the meat of your sort of that's the narrative but where they diverge and the discussions vary that is where you get interesting dichotomies and that happens here not a lot not as much as i'd like and if i made this i would have focused strictly on the house and not so much on the externalities and yeah, I would have talked about the ghosts a lot. <laughs> One of the beautiful things about this is that it focuses on this sort of naturalistic landscaping. Yes, of course, there are lots and lots of pictures of the house, of the interior, the exteriors. But it is how it is set in the natural world. So you see lots of trees and plants and then it goes for this lovingly like push through that you get timbers and attic spaces in essence it goes from very open to very closed and this is a beautiful metaphor for the life of mrs winchester for sure but where the cinematography is most effective is when you are looking through nature at the house, when you are navigating with the trees. Because, there, yeah, there are lots of cutaways that then sort of tilt down into views of the house. And you get an idea of the neighborhood. This was, I believe, just before. This would have made, been made just before they uh, started the dome. So you don't see those. But you do see things like uh, very, very narrow window slots that they're doing the shot. So you see just blackness on either side and then some, what turns out to be more abstract. They also have uh, the aperture open very wide on some of this. So you're getting this sort of wonderful bleedy 
uh, light. If you have never watched this, you should. It tells a good story, and it does some amazing things with cinematography. It's not going to give you what a modern documentary would, but it is going to give you the sensation of how the house was viewed back in the 1960s. Next time, I swear, the Daisy Windows. Because <laughs> we're going tomorrow, and I am so excited. <laughs> but we're also going to look at the Winchester House from 1985, which is another great little documentary. So I hope you'll stay tuned. <laughs>